I'm Mikey, the East End's Revel. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have I Hate You. So, yeah, uh, we're doing um, I Hate You, which is a troll pasta by Slime Beast. Um, it's something that I've like, I've heard, like, I, I recently heard about it, and that's so why I like hunted it down for our show. Um, you can check this out at super epic fail pedia.fandom.com slash wiki <laughs> um that's where we initially checked this out on however for clarity you can also check this out on slime beast's main website slimebeast.wiki.com uh, slimebeast.wiki.com um where he's archived a bunch of his other uh creepypastas and such strangely enough though i had to do some actual like deep digging on google search to find his site. Like I actually had to like look up specifically slime beast in regards to the story. Um, not simply type in, I hate you uh, in all caps and then creepypasta, which is, you know, that that's usually what you would expect to like look up, like search when you're, when you're searching up a specific creepypasta, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, no, at no point in like the, the first two pages, at least of Google, of Google search, doesn't bring up anything about slime beast it's just like the super uh the super epic fail pedia website or entry of it and then just like videos and rom hacks made of this of this based off this story and a bunch of other stuff like everything um, else took off more than the actual story for some reason or at least in search clarity yeah in terms of like the search algorithm and so like that yeah. um which is kind of sad to me but yeah. Uh yeah. It, it I guess it is what it is. Um So yeah, uh we uh, like we, we I unfortunately I hadn't discovered the Slime Beast like actual like uh website entry of it until after I'd read the super epic fail pedia version, but I've gone through and looked at it and it looks to be about the, it looks like it's the same version. Um so you can check it out at super uh super epic fail pedia.wiki or we'll also leave a link in the description for the official link uh, on Slime Beast's website. Now, with that all out of the way, um, let's give our initial recommendations for this, this story. I'm going to recommend it. I'm not going to recommend it. <laughs> so it was like, it was like you're like, try, like struggling. It's like, what's your process? Yeah. Okay, so you're not going to recommend it. I'm going to partially recommend it. Okay. Uh well let's uh let's dive in and find out why we gave those recommendations. Why we ran the gambit on recommendations this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh starting with the rundown. Uh I'm just gonna go with Nair. Like I want yeah. the, the rocks the rock one's like just it's fun, but sometimes it's distracting, I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nair, because we don't get a name to this person uh that's telling us the story, is bringing or is is telling this uh, is telling the reader specifically like they're they're talking to the reader through this story about this secret level that they triggered in a ROM of Super Mario World one night while they were 
playing the game for the millionth time. Uh, see, Super Mario World is their favorite game and has been since the 90s. And they just enjoy replaying the game over and over again. Uh, they found near the ghost ship level that one of the boos was blind. Like it, the sprite had no eyes. And there was a new key and door. So they used that and unlocked a, a, a new path that led to a whirlpool. Um, the story also it should be said that the story at this point um, onward has uh, multiple screenshots of the ROM that Nair was playing, like used to capture to back up their experience here in the story. Um, so yeah, curious about this new whirlpool level. Uh, they went over to it and though there was a weird reaction from Mario's sprite as he entered the whirlpool, um, and the level name was really kind of weird, but it was called Oh God, No. <laughs> um, in this level, it was underwater, there was an underwater castle, uh, with tight corridors, more blind booze everywhere, <laughs> more blind booze, <clears throat> more blind booze everywhere, and eventually a bleeding bullet bill. But thanks to Nair using gen uh, Game Genie cheats, they were invulnerable and could progress smoothly. Uh, they also spotted strange bloody signs on the map, like the titular, I hate you. And while running from a new massive devious looking boo or set of boos, the message, why won't you die came up. Eventually the level opens up to a, super long corridor of bloody of blood splattered thwomp enemies and it isn't till nair reaches the far end of this section that they can guess where all that blood came from the next area is lined on the floor and the ceiling with spikes and there are dead bloated other marios well not quite dead as they begin chasing nair like torpedoes through the water Escaping this, they get to a boss area with a bridge over boiling lava, or is it blood, uh, as, the, as Nair uh, speculates. And there's a cutscene of sorts where um, control of the character is removed from, from Nair, and Mario looks nervously at one of the castle windows in the background, where a spooky silhouette is looking in on the, uh, on the events. And then Luigi appears and claims that they have been helping King Koopa all along. Or at least Nair comes to this conclusion from Luigi's men uh, message. Because he basically and, says you think he did this alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like suddenly Nair's like, it all clicks now. Like there's no way King Koopa could be keep uh, keep uh, uh, kidnapping the princess uh, without an inside uh, without some inside help. <laughs> Uh, and then goes on like of the reason Luigi, pro Luigi probably did this was because he was living in Mario's shadow and stuff like that. Um, and then Luigi begins pummeling Mario into the floor. Uh, and after that, as Luigi is wafting in victory uh, and, and the bridge begins to shrink, Mario then gets up and throws Luigi into the lava, something he immediately comes to regret. Uh, Luigi or maybe it's Mario um, cries out and you, he, and you see on the, on the black, on the black background, uh, 
you see on the black backdrop uh, another message. Oh God, no! Just like the level's name. Um, after several minutes of Mario wallowing on what's left of the bridge, it fades to black, and the level is no longer active for the rest of the game. But after Nair finishes Super Mario, this this instance of Super Mario World, the uh, end credit title card changes one with mario peach and luigi but mario looks angry at luigi peach is crying and luigi is now a decaying corpse despite the creepy level they seem to have triggered and believe that nintendo themselves placed this in the game as a secret hidden lore thing uh, for the mario mythos they still love the game and will continue to play it Finn. So that was I Hate You um, in a nutshell. I suppose we should move on to Everyone Tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions at this point. Um, I got a couple. <laughs> just, just, just a couple of small things. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with this one here. I could turn off the timer and relive an particular entertaining map for an hour as I waited for a download or any number of boring events. So I think it should uh, obviously it should be um, and relive a particular entertaining event or particularly entertaining map. Yes. Um, There's a couple of things like this in the story. And I'm so here's the thing. The story is technically a troll pasta. Like it's intentionally made to uh, to be like kind of a, a troll <laughs> or a jokey kind of thing or silly. So I'm not entirely sure if these typos are supposed to be in the story or if they were put left in intentionally because that's something that a lot of creepypasta, like as a troll to creepypastas, like being poorly, uh, having like bad spelling. <laughs> if every single instance was like that, then yes. But if some of them are correct and some of them aren't then no well yes they, i guess some of the, well unless unless that's what they uh, well i was gonna say unless that's what they like like they're adding it like only a couple of them where because like that is a case that happens like because there's a the next thing i have is uh is this one um actually the next two i have is is that one it's like uh i call it a i call it blind because it actually had no visible eyes and so obviously like it's saying i called it i call it blind because it was missing the U there. Oh. Um, and then another another instance of because uh, being wrong is not because the giant bleeding bill was hemorrhaging profusely from its face, but because it it because it was inescapable. So this is an instance where the first use of because is spelled wrong, like the U and the A are are, swi- are switched wrong are switched in the wrong spot. Yeah. But then there's a because at the end of the sentence that is spelled right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I I almost wonder if some of these like spelling errors are intentional here because the story is supposed to be like sort of a troll. Or just um, a typo. <laughs> it could also just be a typo. It could also be a typo. Also, hemorrhaging uh, is spelled wrong. The, there should be one M and two R's in it rather than a hard word to spell i get it. it it is i mean yeah it is it is a hard word it is it, there's a like it's sort of the same situation i often come across with like tomorrow i never know if it's the double m or a double r 
until I like type it in and then like I immediately get a squiggly. It's like that's wrong. It's like, oh, one of these days. Yes. Well, it's just it's a tricky thing. Like it's oh, I'm not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> OK. And yeah, I'm just like throwing that out there as well for this for hemorrhaging. It's like <laughs> like it's a big word. <laughs> but um, I'll move on to the next thing I have here. I stopped, comma, and killed it with my invulnerable touch, comma. Only when I saw a message that hadn't been there when I'd passed before. So, should it be only then? Or is it implying that they killed the bleeding bill only when they saw the message? If that's the case, does it still need a comma there? So like, as as it is, it's like I stopped and killed uh, and killed it with my invulnerable touch, comma, only when I saw a message that hadn't been there when I'd passed before. So for when I first read this, I thought I was like, shouldn't it say only then I saw the message? But if it's supposed to be like only when I saw the message, does the comma before only need to be there? Like. Because yeah, then it would be like, like he was running away from it, and then he decided to kill it when he saw the message because he wanted to look at it. Yeah, because then that would be like if, if that comma is removed, it should read like this: and killed it with my invisible, and killed it with my invulnerable touch only when I saw the message. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like is that comma like is that comma copacetic, <laughs> or does it need to be removed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I being too nitpicky here? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's fine there, but it does seem weird because, like, the whole killing of the the bullet bill at this location—it's not saying like I was running away from it, backtracking while as I'm running away from it, and I saw a message on the screen that I didn't see before, so I decided to kill the bullet bill to read the message. Is what it's basically trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think it's supposed to say. Although, like, I had again, I had a hiccup, and it's like. Because he he killed it with invulnerable touch, and then only then did he see the message. But I think it's I think it go honestly either way. It could either have a then there, or it could be, still be as is with only when he saw the message. It just it just changes when he saw the message. <laughs> I don't remove it, or, or sorry, not remove it, reverse it. Because mm-hmm. the first part of that little mini paragraph says, "I let the bleeding bill chase me for a while while I was invincible, just to get a good look at the thing." And then it should be like. um when I saw, like, um, when I saw a message in an area that I haven't been before, I stopped and decided to kill it so I could read it. Well, don't or, say it, or, read it, but yeah. Yeah. Or you could reverse That's, that. You could reverse some things in that sentence itself. Like, so I stopped, and only when I saw a message that hadn't been there when I passed before. Yes, but he's stopping I, because yeah. he saw the message. So like yeah. he's running back, looking at the bill, and then all of a sudden the message goes past. So like I noticed a message fly past me that I didn't see before, so I killed the bullet bill so I could read the message. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like, who knows how much like in the nitpick nook we are right now with this? But like, all the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are just <laughs> lounging on this on the sofa. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and then the next thing I have here is. But on the other hand, it was kind of interesting because it meant this was definitely a map that was supposed to exist. So 
definitely is is spelled wrong. Uh, it should have an I in there rather than an A. Um, and then the last one I have is, as I looked on, I had an irrational thought. Wouldn't be permanent. So I think the in there needs to be turned to an it. So it's like, would it be permanent? Yeah. Um, and that's uh, my grammar acquisition. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Let's see. Well, you got the one that I had. So onwards to a conjunction junction. All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was in this manner that I must have beaten or re-beaten the game thousands upon thousands of times. It was like someone had made a lazy ROM hack, but I knew from years upon years of experience that this was a normal game. It didn't even see me. But on the other hand, it was kind of interesting because it meant this was definitely a map that was supposed to exist. Or maybe just the ghosts. And yes, of course, I'm going to address that message you saw in the picture. It also looked like these swamps had been very successful swamps. It was difficult to swim in this manner without touching the spikes, but since I was still invincible, I didn't think much of it. It stopped being fun really fast, though. It was other Marios. It was genius, and I couldn't believe I might be the first and only person to ever see this. But it was just a blue underwater hallway of sorts with nothing to avoid or kill. It was boring and predictable, like the game had been all these years, which brought back a sense of safety. Or had it been blood all along? It was Luigi. It's difficult to say that without thinking how crazy it sounds, but Mario reeled back from a sort of terror that was uncharacteristic for such a peppy, happy-go-lucky mascot like him. It was all connecting now. And Koopa hadn't worked alone? It wasn't a developer getting back at Nintendo, and it wasn't a ghost haunting a Nintendo cart. It was a planned, purposeful part of the Mario Brothers mythos. But why? Because he couldn't take on, uh, he couldn't take not being the one in the spotlight. It was back to the game as usual. Finn. Wow. So as you started uh, reading your, your uh, conjunctions sentences, I, it sounded almost like uh like that the um uh 
the the cartridge or the the ROM that they was playing could see him like maybe through his webcam or something. It's like something was happening in the and like that was like making him think that. <laughs> and then when you when it was brought up, it was like. Or maybe, or or was it blood all along? It's like, wait, is, is, is the is his screen just starting to bleed? <laughs> um, and then it was Luigi. Uh, it, it just, it's just like, I don't know. It, it kind of you sort of created like in my headscape, like listening to the conjunction junction, almost made it fe- seem like it was a haunted uh, game cartridge, even though it specifically says in this yeah, it really that does. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the on the sentences though that you've plucked for the conjunction junction, mm-hmm. and that's what happens sometimes when you take sentences from the story that start with words they probably shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words to use. You put them all together and string them into a sentence, and sometimes it makes a very different story. Sometimes you get gold, like it came at full force. Yeah, it <laughs> was a squirrel. But I guess uh, now uh, we go on to uh, the gamer, the 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 grammar in yellow with the gamer mm-hmm. in yellow. Okay. So um, on entering, uh, I'll just read it. Oddly enough, the whirlpool in the middle of the lake began with a standard castle entry animation. Mario walked up to the castle, looking up, then went in. I could tell it was underwater, though, because of the bubbles that periodically emerged from the sprite's mouth and floated to the top of the screen. Uh, So I feel like the order of this is kind of backwards. It's the second time I've said that, but either way it is. Um... Because in my head, it sounded like the animation played as normal, him entering the level, uh, he looks up, goes in the door, and then the next words I expected would obviously be describing what's inside, but it's not. It's still describing what was outside, what we just saw. Even though it at the end of the previous sentence it says he went in, which sounds like it's immediately blending into the next scene. Yeah, that's true. So I would just add a mention of the castle being underwater before you say that Mary went in. Yeah. And then later on it says, this is quite far later on actually, more cartoony blood. This is getting pretty unusual for, for the Mario Brothers franchise, which I hadn't re- recalled seeing blood in at all. Now I'd seen Now I had seen it used three times. Bloody bills, the messages, and the uh, perpetually smashing, grinding thwomps who were working their victims into pulp forever. So this is technically the fourth instance of blood? Because is it? the Bowser castle on the overworld had blood coming from its eyes when Mario like, moused over. Oh my god, them. you're right. I just noticed that like change. I, I did not notice that the first time I read this. No. I, I just like zoomed up to it. was like, what? Yeah, and like you can even see like little blood, like kind of little blood specks in the in the water as well. Like not just he's bleeding tears as as Mario is going through the whirlpool. Yeah. Yep. Neat. Mm-hmm. And then in the last area, um, right before the Luigi situation, on getting to that boss room. Instead, Mario immediately looked to the side and froze. I couldn't control him anymore. He just stood there. I feel the wording of this should be changed from look to the side to look to the background or something like that because Mario yeah. normally looks to the side during gameplay all the time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it should have like looked to the background because that's that seems that that 
represents what he's doing in that screenshot more than looks to the side. I mean, if you think about I mean, it, if you were looking through <laughs> Mario's eyes, he is yeah. looking to the side because he would, would normally be looking forward, but to us as a player, he is looking towards the background. Yeah, this is a, this is a 2D versus 3D like situation. Like we're yeah. looking at a 2D environment, like like on the side scrolling thing. So looking like to the side, to us that doesn't make any sense. But like to, for, to the person in that 2D space, suddenly looking to the side, that makes sense because then they're in a 3D world, like in a, in a 3D set, uh, surroundings. Yep. Or technically, they should be anyway. Yeah. No, we all know the Mario world works on like basically like a three foot wide plane. With like gaps on either side, you just. I mean, yeah, that's the, like three D Mario. What, Paper Mario would not uh, would not uh, um, uh, tell us otherwise. Like, <laughs> like when you because in that game, like you can you can switch switch to from two D like the regular side scrolling, and then you can like switch, and suddenly you just have this narrow corridor you have to follow. Oh, really? But you can, but it's a three D environment. Like suddenly you're you're it's like top, it's like uh, just over like Mario's head. <laughs> And you're you're looking straight ahead suddenly. So yeah, yeah. I've ever seen people make like Super Mario, like the original one, like World One One, in like VR games or in like mods for Killing Floor on PC and shit like that. Yeah, where it's like there's just like darkness everywhere, and you're on just like bricks in a line, and that that's your entire world. Well, that even that even happened in the new in the new Super Mario Brothers movie, like uh, when Mario is training to fight Bowser and stuff with Peach. Like Peach sets up this like obstacle course, and it's just a Mario level. But then like it's a three D <laughs> version that's like it's just block like rows of blocks that he runs across and stuff like that, and has to like jump over and stuff. Nice, yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. Even though there's very little wahoos, and it's a me. There's a couple of those. It's just done by Christopher Pratt trying to do a a Brooklyn Italian accent. <laughs> he's not trying to do a mario accent no he's strange he's just doing <laughs> though they though they do address it because like he taught is like are you sure i kept up the voice like uh, like what do you think and then like they're in a pizza parlor and then you see like old school jump man from like original donkey kong like there it's like i think it was pretty good <laughs> but that's it <laughs> like and then like there's just like a few bits of it the tangent police are going to come out our door. We got to stop. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. All right. So moving on. Um, yeah. We get to the series of images that is like basically showing what happened animation wise to Mario, like picking Luigi up and throwing him away into the yeah. lava. Mm-hmm. I feel the string of images should show up later. Um. Because, like, they're fine, the layout of them, the way they are, but they show up before I read what is happening. They should show That's... up after it says, uh, and Mario overpowered his brother with little effort, and then it shows the animation. Counterpoint? Like, I, read all that, I, I read all that through the images before I even read it in the text. Yeah. So, so counterpoint on that? That's generally how, like, storybooks are done. Like, they present the image above the text. So you get the see, you see the image representation first, and then you read what it uh, what the description. In a left to right orientation, yeah, but in a top down orientation, I don't think that works as well. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I I don't really. I, I think it's fine the way it is, but I mean, we we have different opinions on that. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. 
it, it's just it's backwards in my opinion, but that's just yeah. me. on this yeah. one. Yeah, because all the other ones they seemed fine. Because, like for example, a couple of pictures up, it says he jumped on the pathetic weeping Mario again and again and again. I was yeah. powerless to stop it. And then the image that follows it is him jumping up and down on Mario. Yeah. And, and that continues. When he was done, he seemed to look at Mario's limp body with this overwhelming rage. And then it shows him looking down at Mario. And then this bridge starts to disappear. And then it sh- And then it and- gives us this sort of like this, this, uh, yeah, like this said, uh, this like time skip sort of screenshots of like Mario going from being like on the ground, the bridge yes, collapsing. Yes. And then, so that, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I, again, I think the first yeah. one should be there to show that the it's starting to disappear because you mm-hmm. see the the edges of it disappear, but then the next line should be saying that with an instant he gets up and throws them away and all that. And then continue the rest of them. But that's my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. And then my last one here. If you beat the same level X number of times, a secret part of the world opened, and you learned that from Mario Brothers through Mario Land, Luigi had secretly been working against you and was in fact facilitating facilitating the repeated abduction and abuse of the princess. Should it be from should it be that it says from Mario Brothers through to Super Mario World? That's the game we're in right now. Yeah, it's weird that they don't use Super at all. Or is yeah, this is Super Mario World. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Mario Land was the Game Boy game that came out like the year before. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the game that you're playing now, Bowser took the princess. Yeah, so is this the first time Luigi didn't work with him? But that's not the case because no. he, he. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It should just say until now, from Mario yeah. Brothers till now, or till from Mario Brothers till Super Mario World, something like that. Yeah, I just don't know why it's saying Mario Land specifically. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's a troll pasta. Who knows? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every single one of our gripes. Could, could be just be like with, but maybe it's a tr- just because it's a troll pasta yeah like maybe it is maybe it isn't like yeah. yeah um but that's the end of my grammar stuff okay well on to actual thoughts uh i will start with this one here i call it blind because it actually had no visible eyes it was like someone had made a lazy rom hack but i knew from years and upon years of experience that this was a normal game so as the story goes, I, I kept wondering why Mnair seemed to think that this could be this couldn't be a ROM hack just because that they played this version of, uh, for years. Like they played it on their computer and they got this version as a ROM online. It's very possible that this is a this is it's very possible that this is actually a ROM hack someone made to fuck with people. And this was just like a long con sort of like uh, sort of like prank yep. <laughs> that somebody like po- posted on the uh, uh, when they put it online. Um, again, I know it's it's supposed to be like sort of like it's it, this it's it's a troll pasta in that it's following a lot of like the trope, like the 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 dumb, silly tropes of creepypastas, especially video game creepypastas where like it's like it has to be like the, the, the creators intended this <laughs> kind of thing. But Again, I'm also going to look at it from being a regular creep pasta. <laughs> it's like I like I don't know why this person's like thinking that this is like 
intentionally added to the original of uh, a code of of uh, of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the yeah. only way that you could assume that is if he's playing it on a Super Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. An actual cart, but he's playing a ROM, so anyone could have slipped this in there. And yeah. yes, you've played the game multiple times, and there hasn't been a problem. Yeah, because the way that this person set up this little Triggering extra event thing. is you have to beat the game. X times or something like that <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so like and again yeah again like this is sort of a as the this is gonna be like kind of an over uh over blanketing kind of thing it's like yes this is i under i understand this is, a, this is supposed to be a silly kind of like mo- like kind of um like satire or troll of vigipasta tropes and stuff like that but i'm still diving into it like that <laughs> like I, i'm still dumping into the uh, as a mindset because of how well it, how well done it was <laughs> Um, personally, I, I found the story like really well produced <laughs> for, for being a troll pasta. But, um, uh, and speaking of that, I'll just dive into my next thing here. Um, after taking a screenshot specifically to show all of you Mario bro fans out there, I picked up the key and opened the door, figuring the game would seize up and I'd have to restart. So yeah, the story uses altered screenshots. Uh, or screenshot images of the game. And I got to say, I do love this method of immersion. Like the alterations to the screenshots look pretty good. And it even harkens back to other creepypastas like NES Godzilla, um, where they use, they implement this sort of like storyboard style or this picture book style of narrative. Mm-hmm. to uh as as a as a like for for a visual aid to uh complement the the written narrative that's going on. Yeah, it really does help with the immersion cuz like all of the little changes in it are all done in like an exact art style that is the game itself. Like it all blends. Mm-hmm. Uh also like as by the same artist basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh and honestly it was probably Slime Beast himself because he is a talented um pixel artist and well, no, no, but like, I know, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, he is also like a very talented, like pixel artist and an artist as well as like a writer for creepypastas and stuff. Um, but also a little bit of slime beast tri- trivia that's actually on his website, like at the bottom of this story. Um, this was written around the same time as Godzilla NES was being updated and it was even posted to the same forum as Godzilla NES. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Um, but I'll... story then. I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> it's it is a long one, and there's a sequel that's just as long. Really? Yeah, there's a there's a second there's a NES Godzilla two. God damn! I don't know if we've ever, I can't remember if we actually did it. We, I don't know if we actually did the sequel. <laughs> it's been that long. Wow. Uh, but anyways, moving on to the next thing I have here. That kind of cre- that kind of creeped me out, but on the other hand. It was kind of interesting because it meant this was definitely a map that was supposed to exist. There was some sort of plot element here, something undiscovered. Honestly, this was a pretty reasonable reaction to something weird or off popping up in your video game. Like this is like I I I know I gripe sometimes about like store about video game creepypastas where like the person's like what are you doing? Turn that that game off. Like this is a red flag, red flag. But what's popping up here, and this is, I think, when he finds like the uh, the whirlpool level and like he unlocks the whirlpool level and stuff. Mm-hmm. This honestly, this reaction 
would is sort of my reaction when when I uh, come if I'd come across something weird that I wasn't expecting in a game that I was playing. Um, again, similarly, uh, it's I've brought it up before, like when I first got uh, a link between worlds, uh, and I got a used copy off of e- out of EB Games, and the username, <laughs> the the fir- the fir- the last person to play this that game was named Ben. <laughs> Of course. I remember immediately like pushing the DS away, taking a picture, going to the next save file down and play and starting a new a fresh game. Yeah. <laughs> because it's clearly haunted. It's like that's really creepy and cool. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> Cause again, like if Reveal Cultist could have on his tombstone died as he lived, immersed in creepypasta. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was just like, um, it, it is sort of a, this part, this actually was a, a fairly reasonable reaction for, from the, uh, the player finding something weird or even like a little creepy in their otherwise normal game. Uh, but I'll move on to the next thing here. Giant booze with faces. I hadn't seen before. They always looked mad at being awakened angry that you were invading their haunted house across the Mario World island. This was different, and they looked gleeful, demented. I could see right down their throats, which seemed odd given the lack of detail their mouths usually displayed. And yes, of course, I'm going to address the message. I'm going to address that message you saw in the picture. Why won't you die? I don't know why. Am I supposed to? Who's asking? So, sort of related to something I said earlier about this ROM hack. Uh, so, the, this ROM hack with messages of, like, I hate you and such. Um, this could be a hint that this level is... Uh, or this level in the ROM is triggered by the use of, like, perhaps cheat codes. Like, with Game Genie or what have you. Uh, again, to like fuck with those players that use cheat codes and stuff like that. Like this could be something that either like if if they, we're going in with like what Nair is suggesting that like the creators of like the Nintendo creators like added this, uh, not just as like a mythos thing, or, like the, like as like a, a secret hidden lore to their to their world, but also as a way of just like kind of fucking with people that use Game Genie or Game Shark and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this could also be something that like the person who made the ROM hack said. So like it's not just that you have to like like beat the game a couple hundred times to to get unlock this it also is uh you have to be using game genie or some kind of cheating uh, like using uh, implementing some kind of cheat codes already in the game to implement i don't think that is the case because he got there without using cheat codes he turned the cheat codes on oh that's true yeah yeah and the reason it says why won't you die i find that weird that he's asking that he doesn't understand why it's asking him that because it's clear why he won't die. He's cheating. <laughs> He's yeah, no, on that's, invincibility. Well, that's 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 what I mean. Like that that specific one, like that particular message. I think would be cool if that was added as a trigger. Uh, that was triggered by somebody using the in, the inv- the invincibility or the invulnerability. Oh yeah, it uh, probably is. Yeah, which would be really cool. It's like, why won't you die? It's like, whoa, whoa, what? This thing's like watching me, kind of thing. It would like you know. give you that impression anyway. Um. Also, I just kind of like the snark that Nair is dishing out here in in the Nair, in like while he's like telling the story, like it, it gives him more personality and makes him feel a little bit more real. <laughs> yeah, he's not just a guy that's stating facts of what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, then the next thing I have, um, now I know some of what was going on. Oh, now I knew some of what was going on. The bloody mess the thwomps were unendingly splattering. It was other Mario's, past Mario's, that had tried to traverse this level and failed. I had to admit, this was an excellent touch, even if it was a bit ghoulish. Whoever had designed the map actually broke the fourth wall and showed you the bloated, motionless abortions of the player's own careless treatment of Mario's tiny life. And honestly, I have to admit, this is a really cool idea to implement in a story. The screenshots provide specifically uh the, the the screenshots provided specifically give us cool creepy looking like bloated dead barrios <laughs> on yeah. the spikes and stuff like that and, and it's almost like that mechanic out of it's almost like a mechanic out of super meat boy or some other like kind of horror you know, indie horror game kind of like thing where they're trying to use like cutesy or like friend like family friendly kind of like stuff and then suddenly they implement like something horrific would you call super meat boy of a horror game <laughs> It's kind of horror, yeah. I it's 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 up there honestly for me. Like Super Meat Boy is kind of that level of like of like horror aesthetic that like uh, the Binding of Isaac is. That more so, yeah, yeah. Sure. But like Super Meat Boy, like you're literally playing as a as a as a as a cube of meat <laughs> with a face who's trying to find like and who's trying to fight like an evil like version of himself or something like that, and is constantly dying in graphic in in gory blood splatter ways. I, I'd say it definitely falls under splatterpunk. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Well, um, I guess, yeah. It's more of like the visceral stuff than yeah. Um but yeah, and then like you, you expect that in those kind of games to um and in a Nintendo product, it's a touch more unsettling, like when you implement that kind of thing, because again, like you don't expect it in a Nintendo product, because Nintendo's always like got a reputation for being family friendly, despite the fact that there's a lot of horror stuff in some of their main titles. <laughs> We gotta appeal but, to everybody, not just kids. Yeah. Or I think I feel like they like to like, yeah, we're we're definitely a kid friendly and we're like all friends is like, let's throw this little thing to fuck with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw a graveyard into into, into Mario. <laughs> um but uh moving on to the next thing I have here. Without swimming, without kicking or moving in any way, the dead Marios started to come at me like torpedoes. Their faces remained blank and blue and dead but they moved at it with astounding speed again like a very cool creepy like thing to, to have happen in a mario game like and, and the screenshot helps visually like aid this uh, this whole sentiment like can you imagine just like you're, you're traveling through you see all these like kind of like floating or like bumping like dead bodies of marios and then as soon as you get past them they just start jet streaming toward you it's like ah, ah, ah. yeah honest yeah for sure and honestly it's not unheard of for that to be like it makes sense for that to be in a mario game too because they've nintendo themselves have already done the coding for that because there's bullseye bills in mario 3 which are basically small bullet bills that like heat seek towards mario yeah they could just put that coding on the dead uh loaded mario corpse and then it just follows mario exactly yeah so i guess in that regard it does actually help that this might be like an intentional like hidden lore thing Mm mm-hmm but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. Beside the door, a mushroom power-up. I didn't touch that shit. Honestly, based on the screenshot we get with the face on that Mario, uh, on the, with the face on that mushroom power-up, 
I don't blame Nair. <laughs> to quote Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. <laughs> or at least that's what it looks like. Because <laughs> like if you look at it, it's got this like evil, like almost it's a boo face on a mushroom. <laughs> it's interesting that he, the story, the words don't mention that the the mushroom looks different at all. Yeah, they're using the story. They're, they're using the the screenshot as like the the like the the screenshots are as integral to the story as the words. Yes, um, which I appreciate again. Like it helps. Like it's not they're not just like they it's they've made them like they need to be used. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that that fucking mushroom. I guess it's not. It could be like fangs, but actually, it also looking at it again. It, I guess it's like lipstick. <laughs> Like it's giving Mario a, qu- a kissy face. Where is it? Let me see it. Uh, like it, you have to like really look at it. Like I, it could be construed that like it's, it's lipstick or that the the two side like bits. I think those are met- teeth. That I that's what I, like that's what I initially thought. But when I look zoomed in closer, it's like actually that could be like lipstick. <laughs> enhance zoom and enhance on the oh pixel. it absolutely is you're right right yeah like i just noticed that's that not like, pieces that's just the same color of pink when you zoom it in yeah and that's what i'm saying like like it's not until like I, like from a distance like i'm about like two feet like about a foot or two from my my screen it looks like fangs but when i like looked closer just like to like examine it i was like oh that actually could be lipstick <laughs> yeah you can open the image mm-hmm. like full screen and then just like control plus to zoom it way the hell up and yeah it's it's like a decapitated toad with oh lipstick God. on. Yeah. And it has like red pupils that are looking up at the door being like, eh? eh? Oh my God, you're right. It does have red like red dots in the corner yeah. of the, the eyes. Oh shit, I didn't realize that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just like cool. Again, like compliments to the art. Like the, the, yes. the, uh, the pixel art and the screenshot alterations. Um, What do you mean? This is re- legit. I mean, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, compliments to Nintendo, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'll move on to the next thing I have here. This one's a little bit of a longer quote. Uh, none of this was a glitch. None of it was a mistake. It wasn't a developer getting back at Nintendo, and it wasn't a ghost haunting a Nintendo cartridge. It was a planned, purposeful. It was a planned, purposeful part of the Mario Brothers mythos. If you beat the same level X number of times, a secret part of the world opened, and you learned that from Mario Brothers through Mario Land, Luigi was secretly uh, has Luigi had secretly been working against you, and was in fact facilitating the repeated abduction and abuse of the princess. But why? Money? Power? No, it was all there because he couldn't take be he couldn't take not being the one in the spotlight, not being Mario himself. So like, (laughs) okay, this, this is definitely where the troll pasta reputation kind of, of of this story comes from. Like that's, I I had heard that this was like, like when I, when, again, when I first heard about the story, it was like, oh yeah, this is like a troll pasta. Like it's, it's rather silly. And so, and even if you go to like the super epic fail pedia, um, there's this story uh, presented as it is. And some of that, but then there's like, um a an art like a, a page that you can go to on that kind of like overall and it even says like oh yeah whoops this story is uh, not meant to be taken seriously my bad <laughs> almost like apologizing that it's like put on super uh super epic fail 
Wikipedia because like they thought it was bad and then really it was intended to be this like like this way. <laughs> um but honestly like even like the troll pasta reputation it gets aside if Nair didn't jump to the conclusion that this was always supposed to be a Mario game if this was a level added on a ROM and dispersed online as a way of adding some credence to a, to a game theory someone had about Koopa's abduction, uh, Koopa's abductionary success rate. (laughs) Um, I actually think this premise would be super cool. Um, The whole story itself gives the impression that the author slime beast really knows their Vigipasta tropes and, and plot points. And, this is, I guess this is like, it could still be like called a troll pasta, but to me, this is like more of like a satire or a homage to video game creep pastas more than, uh, than a troll pasta that we're used to seeing on our, on our show. Like most of the time troll pastas on our show are like, they're like the room they were in ton- They were unintentionally like so bad. They're good kind of thing. Yeah. This or- didn't have those vibes. Yeah, and, but like, like when you said this next one was a troll pass, I'm like, oh god, here comes another Spyro exe. Yeah, because <laughs> online, that's where everybody, that's what everybody's like said about the story. It was like, oh yeah, it's a troll pasta and some of that. And so like, I'm used to that troll pasta being that it's like unintentionally bad. <laughs> no, it's intentionally bad. Oh yeah, yeah, and this story is intentionally going for that because they're like, uh, he's intentionally leaning into a lot of the video game creepypasta tropes that we we've seen over the years in, in creepypasta. Um, but it's also aware of other tropes. Like this isn't a haunted game. Yeah. It's not going to kill me and stuff like that. And, so and, it's not going full like whole hog with. The well, tropes. and that's the thing actually. Um, we've actually covered some, some creepypastas that do also that as well. Like uh, the theater stories. Uh, I think actually the 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 second story to the uh, the sequel to the theater creep pasta says like this game isn't haunted, it's not creepy, blah blah blah. It's just a weird glitch that guys, it's not that bad. <laughs> like it kind of like debunks itself. But in this story, like it's using that, and it's like yeah, like you said, like it's self aware. <laughs> like it's a self aware parody or satire of of video game creep pasta tropes. Um, and, and honestly, to me, that's part of its charm. Like it's not taking itself too seriously, but it's also like, it's clear that the author knows their stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if, if you look at slime beast, like history with creep pasta, yeah, the guy knows his stuff about creep pasta. He's been, the, he's been around the block probably longer than we have when it comes to creep pasta. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, honestly, I was just kind of very charmed by the story. Um, it also, is really interesting to look at this now, like years after, uh, after video games and video game theory, video essays online and some of that, that go on about the secret clues and hints at deeper lore and various titles. Like I'm looking at you, uh, uh, game theory and your FNAF career. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like those kind of games because like in in like uh five nights at freddy's and a couple of other like game titles they they those ones kind of uh they started putting in like secret clues and hints to like to get uh to get their audience like speculating about the secret lore behind their games and stuff like that and it's really interesting that we're reading this like and this game came out this this creepypasta came out like years ago like back when during like i think uh the earliest days of creepypasta 
or like around the time of, of, of Godzilla NES and such. So it's almost like an accidental precursor to that idea of like hidden lore and secret, like secret clues to like a, to some, to a, to something in the, in the, uh, the mythos of a, fr- of a game franchise. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. It's just something about that makes it really cool to me. Um, just that idea that this is like an, an accidental, like kind of foreshadowing to what we would see in like mainstream, like indie title, like indie game titles. And mainstream then like indie. <laughs> it seems well, weird. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Cause like FNAF yeah, yeah. was originally an indie title and then it became mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like, it's similar to like, in like, even like mainstream titles did this as well. Like the terminals in halo. Um, were were secret little like things that you could find like little easter eggs you could find that gave you deeper lore about the setting and such mm-hmm. um if you performed certain things so yeah um also it should be noted again this is this is something i found in the trivia bit at the bottom of uh slime beast's um archived version of the story uh there are several fan-made games based on this on this uh this troll pasta i do in quotes <laughs> um so there so basically this game technically ex- this version of the game technically does exist out there because yes, people have made them for it mm. so yeah um that's that's gonna be my probably very positive uh outlook on i hate you <laughs> so um mikey the stands for evil wait want to want to ground us <laughs> in something a little bit more uh critical <laughs> perhaps all right so <laughs> My first actual thought here um, goes back to where he's saying it's like it must be a real level. But he also says this. I must have gone right for 10 to 20 minutes just holding the B button and running along at full speed. Um, Mario levels have a timer. And that timer is five minutes long. Do they? So well, yeah, but it's a hack, so weird hack they, level that it might be. But if this was an actual level, you'd never make it past the first section with the booze. That that might. It's be. actual level because it's like actually in the game, not because it has all the exact same like uh, stats to it. Because like for example. Right at the start of it, time says zero. There is no yeah. time. It, well, that's because he's that no time. But that's because he's using a cheat that disables time. That oh. is true. Because he likes he... exploring levels. Oh yeah. yeah, true. The very first screenshot also has no time on it. Yeah. Like before he even glitches anything. Yeah, so that was when he was doing his exploratory sort of like just like traveling through the levels and just like looking at the the assets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So again, th- maybe this story this is actually triggered by cheat codes. <laughs> Maybe well, yeah, you're because, right. Because right <laughs> he took off because he started using uh, cheat codes before he jumped into this level. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And again, that is something right. I could see Mario or I could see Nintendo doing, <laughs> like fucking with with people who use cheat codes on their games. <laughs> Which is weird because they sell Game Genies like it's a product for them. <laughs> yeah, but it's still also <laughs> something they throw in. Like it's like that. Um, didn't didn't. Nintendo do something I can't remember if it was like something to do with like piracy or like theft or something like like a game theft they 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 did something or is that like an urban legend 
it was no like idea what the hell you're talking about. it was like if so if you like if you pirated a game like a nintendo game uh specifically like a, a certain mario i think it was mario 64 or something like that there'd be like this horrible like creepy like thing that would uh would uh would replace the game that you pirated i think that might be an urban legend though <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like an urban legend. Yeah. I, I know there's different um, piracy measures for different games, but not Mario. Like, there was one, I forget what game it was, but basically it spawned in a scorpion enemy that had, like, infinite health and would hunt you down and kill you nice. on the level. So you couldn't complete the level because it was pirated. <laughs> nice. I sh- yeah, that's something like sort of what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that, I, like that does seem like something like Nintendo would do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my, my next actual thought here, I have a quote. It stopped being fun really fast, though. So, my quote, my note here is, if you aren't having fun, then why are you still playing? Because it's a new development in a game that he's played thousands of hours in, and he wants to see this new thing, even if it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is also technically that... um that uh it's a it's a version of that trope in video game creepastas where it's just like they are spooked or like freaked out but they are compelled to keep playing (laughs) it's new Hmm. undiscovered content that he believes no one else has ever seen before so no matter how unfun it is he's gonna play it through yeah Mm. he's actually quite rational yeah you you know what i mean yeah it's irrational yeah yes yeah, I think rationable would be like you can ration it out. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> not not to grammar acquisition you, but no, I, I know. Words are hard sometimes. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then my my next actual thought here. So he's talking about the lava and or had it been blood all along. Um that 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 doesn't really work with the the end picture because um luigi gets thrown into the lava which if it was just blood he wouldn't be really disfigured from burns yeah i i think it might have just been like a, a thought that he <laughs> he had because like wait is that's is that redder than normal is that blood had it always been blood <laughs> like i don't think it, it, it was probably just lava but like still like it's just some. I think it was just like an offhanded like thought the the player or the narrative or the narrator had. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Although, <laughs> could, I mean, technically, like skin and flesh could be could slough off in bits uh, if you were doused in in boiling liquid. <laughs> so, yeah, just because there's blood doesn't mean it wasn't boiling. Yeah, it, it was like it was like boiling blood. I think oh, is what uh, what but... it was. So. But blood can't really boil; it congeals. Okay, look. Okay, Mister Scientist here. <laughs> it's a it's a video game. <laughs> Boiling blood is spooky. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, that, that's the end of my actual thoughts. Okay. 
Uh, Gamer, you're up. Alrighty. So my first note is just on the fact that this is apparently, in the lore, an undiscovered secret put in by the developers for, like, years and years and years. Yeah. Um, it's really not too outrageous, because there's been several games with Easter eggs with secrets that have gone hidden for, like, decades. Like, yeah, and it, are still, <laughs> still up there. There probably are. Um, yeah. Like, there's one in Wave Race Blue Storm for, like, the uh, GameCube. Or, like, if you change an audio setting and do, like, a, a different type of Konami-like code, it changes the announcer to be, like, very blunt and sarcastic with, like, how you're doing. Oh, wow. Like, in Wave Race, <laughs> when you pass on the right side of a, uh, a buoy, the announcer's like, good! Keep going. So he's probably like, good. Good job. <laughs> or something like that. I haven't actually... Good for up. you. Oh, like just, great. <laughs> you, just hear, you just hear clapping, like, like yeah. slow clapping. It's like, yeah. oh man. So cool. Indeed. Aren't you proud of yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this but is like took, real sarcastic. Like, yeah. But that took seven years for people to find that. Oh, that's and cool. Then, yeah, like, yeah. In, in Doom 2, there's always been one level that no one could get 100% on. Like, everyone doing 100% runs, they could never do it, because they could never find the last secret. But then, 24 years after release, someone found out that if you get hit into a teleporter by an enemy, instead of walking into it, it takes you to the final secret of the level. Wow. It's, like, so specific. Yeah. Oh, and I have heard, like, that kind of stuff, like, and developers, like, like oh, yeah, like, there are still, like, tons of secrets that people have not discovered, and we're not going to tell you. Oh, for but, sure. Like, yeah. there's one in the original Donkey Kong game. The creator put his initials basically on the title screen. Yeah. You had to die in, with a specific score. You had to lose your last life by falling off the map. And then as soon as you do that, you set the difficulty to four. And then you his the title screen changes to show the initials of the creator. Yeah. And it took 26 years for that to be found out. And only because the creator revealed it. Nice. No one found it out because of how specific that is. Damn. Okay. At the risk of the tangent police coming at my door and, and smashing it open, um, I actually just learned of a of a game secret from Super Mario Three <laughs> that I'd really? never real I'd never heard about. So if you go into the the first Mario in the into the first level of Super Mario Three, mm-hmm. and you get your and you can get your coins to correlate with uh with a with a certain uh like set of digits on your on your score. So say you get like 33 coins and you get like 4,300 uh, score. Mm-hmm. And then you start, you finish that level through with that score. The, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the hammer bro down by the castle. Yeah, sure. Yes. It will transform into a, into a bonus le- level area. That's basically just a, a, a upgrade in money. Uh, uh, money level really yeah i had never heard of that i saw it on a tiktok video that's uh from from some uh from some like game shop owner who like revealed it on, on the on their video i was like what because <laughs> it's so specific because you have to like it, it's not you have like obviously it's impossible to get like the full score but like if you get like two digits in your in the score the same as the amount of coins that you've collected in a level mm. and they do they just do in the first level they're not sure if it works on like any of the other levels that that will trigger the the mar- the hammer bro to transform into a uh, basically a um uh a, uh, money a a money a money farm yeah or like a money level 
I wonder if it, it does that at the start of every world. Maybe? I don't know. Interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like a, a buffed-up version of like the original Super Mario Brothers. If you finish the level with your score as, like... I think it's like um, if there's a zero at the end or a five at the end or something of your score, then you get certain amounts of fireworks at the end. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That, that's think, how... There yeah. is a way that the fireworks are dictated. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure when the when that that East, that uh, Mario three uh, Easter egg was like discovered, but like, yeah, I'd never heard of it until like that video I saw. I was like, what? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. But please continue. Let's <laughs> see. Okay, I looked it up. If the last number on the flagpole is one, three, or six, that's the amount of fireworks that go up. Damn. And each explosion awards the player with 500 points. Nice. Neat. Anyways, I'm going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is just basically, I like that there's images, that there's proof of this. It really helps add the visual and all that. Basically mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, so he's running through the Bullet Bill murder room. And he says, I let the bleeding Bill chase me for a while What when I was invincible. Just to get a good look at the thing. I stopped, I killed it with my vulnerable touch, only when I saw the message that hadn't been there since I'd passed before. I hate you. So, my question here is, how does he know he ran past that exact spot before? I, I guess aside from just the fact, like, to get to the bullet bill, he would have had to run past everything, but how did he... Oh. It sounds like he knows like that specific spot, like, there shouldn't be something there, specifically. Yeah. I guess like, he didn't see it the entire way over, and there's only one way to go. So yeah, yeah, like that. I'm guessing is yeah, yeah. He ran like the long, like all that way, and then the bullet bill triggered, and then he was running the back that way, and it wasn't until he saw that message pop up, like scroll past his screen, it was like, oh, and then he just killed bullet bill and checked that screen, the, that image, that message out again. Yeah, when I wrote this note, I'm like, how would he know specifically? Yeah, that exact spot. But again, as I said. He ran past everything because there was only one way to go. So never mind. Moving on. Okay. Uh, then later on, it says, I get giant booze. I let giant booze touch me and they died like the bleeding bills of which I had encountered two. This is the first time the second bleeding bill was mentioned. And it's like in this postmortem of doing that a while yeah. ago. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, because there's only those really only we, well as far as we know there's only we only see one bullet. Yes, uh, but it's mentioned he's ball. killed two. Yeah, which is weird because the second one didn't show up. So it's not like giving us a play by play of every of everything exactly. Well, yeah, because I feel like that would also get be like too tedious in the, to a degree. Well, you say that, but in a story that is trying to document a super duper hidden level that no one has found before. It would be highly documented, I would think. Yeah. Um, counterpoint well, also. Um, I know. <laughs> well, that also. And um, like if he's taking these screenshots, he's taking them while he's playing. So like maybe he just didn't have enough time to like hit the screen button or the, the capture, the capture button to get the screenshot for the second bill. I don't know. Or he wouldn't it, have to bother for the second one. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it's just weird that he wasn't mentioned. Fair. And then when he's uh, swimming through the level, and there's the uh, the dead Mario, the bloated guys chasing him around. When I finally yeah. reach the purple exit pipe you see above, 
there had to be 10 of these things right behind me, pitching, turning, and chasing. <laughs> I kind of wish the picture was taken when they mm. first started chasing him, not at the end of it, because like if he was, oh, if man. He was primed to take screenshots, then I, I yeah. think he would snap one early on, not when he is seconds away from the end and also panicking, doing like MLG uh-huh. gamer <laughs> to not die, yet he's able to get, take screenshots of it. Yeah, I guess he's true. trying to document it though. So yeah. So also, I would have loved to have seen like nuts. yeah, I I would have loved to have seen like just ten fucking dead Mario's after him <laughs> in the screenshot. Yes, <laughs> like as described in the in the in the mess in the uh, in the words. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I kind of wish it, it said something even just like I managed to snap a screenshot before I forgot since I was panicking from that. Yeah. Because he was like trying to exit the level. He's like, oh shit, I need to take a screenshot of this. You know? Yeah. I guess no, that's I kind of shown though by the fact that there's a screenshot here. I don't know. Yeah. Either you're, you're in the nitpick nook a little bit, but it's I really am considering like <laughs> almost every one of my notes. I'm like, so this was weird. However, counterpoint to myself, <laughs> fuck you, me. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love when that happens where you're just like, devil's advocate to myself? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I'll move on. Luigi had secretly been working against you and was, in fact, facilitating the repeated abduction and abuse of the princess. But why? Money? Power? No. It was all three. (laughs) That's how I write it anyways. I write it as all three. It's all there, but... (laughs) Yeah, it it does... Three, you only mentioned two things. (laughs) All three. What? (laughs) Was the third thing no? Uh, Maybe, yeah, yeah. Sure. (laughs) I played the rest of the game through to see if anything changed. Nothing else odd happened, as one would expect, since this whole ordeal was just supposed to be part of the actual full story. So, in regards to this adding to the Mario lore and such, in general, I find that whole concept kind of silly. Yeah. Mainly because there is so little lore in Mario Mario games in general. It's basically, Peach gets taken, Mario and the gang have to save her, the end. That is every Mario game except for Mario RPG. Um, maybe Paper Mario as, as well. Maybe and then also, Mario. like Super Mario Galaxy uh, has like a, a bit more lore to it and such too. But regardless, it's very standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She the original taken, stuff. Yeah. Or she gets taken. Mario has to save her. Basically, the only thing that happens in between is gameplay. No actual story development. There's no character yeah. development and shit like that. Um, well, and that's the other thing about like Mario, like the early Mario stuff, like even like, again, like going back to Super Mario three, um, there's a reason like, like the, the reason like there's like a, it, it, the it opens up with like a stage and a curtain like getting pulled is because like the, they're supposed to be basically actors in a role, like all the characters. It's funny considering yeah. <laughs> how little actual stories being told. Yeah. The story being told is Mario jumps on a Goomba. Yeah. Then he goes down a pipe. Well, he does like he he's, he adventures across the world across the lands to to save the princess. Yes, but the story itself, there's, there's no lore in Mario. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no. It's like I the mean, loreless. The huge only big budget yeah. game out there. And there's only there's lore like later on, and there is lore like from for the original stuff, but it was all created by like Nintendo Power in like comics and stuff like that. Like that's how we know that he's from Brooklyn and stuff like that is because of a comic that was in the original like Nintendo Power issues when Mario was coming out and such. Like yeah, but like compared not... to like Zelda, there's yeah. actual lore in all the Zelda games. Yeah, you see it happening. Yeah, but in Mario, it's, there's no lore. So talking about 
Nintendo putting in expanded lore <laughs> to a game that has no lore. Like you can't, um, like you know, you're you're multiplying by zero. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, there's nothing there. Or it's or it's like well, I mean, counterpoint because <laughs> I love doing that to you. Apparently, yeah, apparently. Because <laughs> um, after all, you hate me. Yes, that's true. I do I hate drop. you. I hate you. Yeah. Um but uh what what could be said is that like this level basically uh, like this this secret level and stuff like that is like this is the implementation this is how Nintendo implements lore within Mario is like these this like it's not like it's it's all like subtle and like hidden. It's not like you got to read between the lines of the code. <laughs> the level uh-huh. <laughs> i couldn't even i couldn't do, uh, follow through with that with a straight face i'm sorry <laughs> it's fine yeah but i don't know either way i'll move on okay the last one is the, uh, the screenshot at the end mm-hmm. the final image i actually think it would be creepier if there was no luigi in the last image or maybe oh, just yeah. his hat on the ground next to him oh, with yeah. Mario looking down angry while Peach is crying. Or like Luigi fell tombstone. in lava and burned alive. <laughs> yeah. If his or... clothes are fine and like his hair and his mustache, his mustache well, is a little gray, but not much. That's why I think it wasn't lava. I think it was actually supposed to be bur- boiling blood. <laughs> but I, as any intelligent human being knows, I totally knew before, blood congeals. It doesn't boil. So you're an idiot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, but but no, also, it's, fuck it's, you. It's also weird that he looks like a zombie. Yeah, like, I, 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 don't get me wrong. I do love that fucking last uh, screenshot. The image is cool. It just, yeah. it does. It's not one to one with that, what actually happened. That's it true. It doesn't yeah. look like he burned alive. It looks like he was shot through his eye, and I don't know, turned yeah. into a zombie. Yeah, like even like yeah, how he dies in the lava or blood or whatever. Like he doesn't like fall face first into it. He falls like up, like he's like it, like feet first into it. So. His shoes are fine. His pants yeah. are fine. It's his face that's just like you'd think that he would have like yeah, because when he falls in the lava, yeah, he his face is the last thing that gets melted. Yet in that last bit, like there's blood and stuff, like that, and like you know, what it might have been like if it had been a tombstone with his hat with that with that bro, uh, that ripped hat on it, maybe that yes. would have been better. Yeah. Yes. Or um, have his feet and legs and everything like below the waist. Oh god, he's skeleton, like, and, and or, then his upper body is all meat, and then like his hat's fine, but that's about it. Or another counterpoint, <laughs> he's like that one the the first walker you see in uh, in the Walking Dead show, where like it's just like his body's complete, like half his body's completely gone, and he's just singed, and like he's just crawling to the others. Yeah, little Anakin like, but yeah, 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 little Anakin. Well, it kind of he did kind of die like like Anakin or die like Anakin was like burned up and so that on Mustafar. <laughs> Didn't he yell "I hate you" as well? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Slime beast, Slime beast. Was this all a Star Wars reference? <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, I hate. When, hang on. When did when did uh, when did Return of the uh, Revenge of the Sith come out? <laughs> the sequel to this absolutely has to have. Luigi get like some suit of armor okay. so, with a breather in it. So here's the thing. Revenge Darth of the Sith. Le- Darth Luigi. <laughs> yeah, Darth Luigi. No, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. So I'm pretty it's pretty safe to say that this I I, I don't know exactly when I hate you came out, but I think it probably came out before or came out after 
Revenge. Actually, I guess you could look up NES Godzilla, see when that came out. Uh, okay, so according to Know Your Meme, um, yeah, Godzilla NES came first came out in 2011 and then was getting updated and stuff. So it's very, so it's likely that, yeah, so I mean, I mean it's not likely, but like, um, Star the the Revenge of the it's Sith possible that he was inspired yeah. by it. Yeah, which that would be really funny. We if only that got was... there through some <laughs> our weird discussion. It, yeah, that's no true. Evidence, but yes. <laughs> I mean, Slime Beast. If if you ever hear this, if you want to confirm or deny or like or or confirm that yes or no, um, that that'd be funny and cool. <laughs> um, but also, um, what I actually kind of want to bring up, uh before i forget about it uh something i forgot to mention in my notes so that silhouette that's in the window yes. um it reminded me of an of an of an actual like another spooky easter egg that's in a mario game like farther down the line like uh super mario galaxy when you go to the um to the hell valley sky um area or the the shiverburn galaxy uh to uh, to one of the levels there um, there is actually a creepy like asset in the game that has sparked kind of a a uh, a bunch of game theories and even some creepy pastas and urban legends about that that area called the Hell Valley Sky Trees. Because as you're walking, you're as you're traveling as Mario through like this like lava canyon. If you look up to the top of the um the cliffs and stuff, you can see these silhouettes of of, of humanoid figures just looking down at you, and their silhouette looks an awful lot like the um like the silhouette that's in the window. Mm-hmm. So, and that game came out in 2007, so again like before 2011ish. Uh so it's possible that that maybe that was added as well like for like that as a, like another uh thing. Um because I don't know what else that would be <laughs> that silhouette cuz it doesn't really look like it's Bowser. Luigi. Well, no, because it, it's it's still there after Luigi uh, pops uh, like pops on oh, the yeah, scene. You're right. it's still there. So, and it's not it doesn't look like Bowser <laughs> or King Koopa. So, it, and if you look at like what the uh, the Hell Valley Sky Tree silhouettes look like, it looks almost identical. <laughs> I actually forgot that thing was there for all these other screenshots. <laughs> I saw the first one, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool and creepy. Moving on, and it's still there the whole time. Yeah. Shape but yeah, it? I feel like if there were like. Uh, hands on the cheek uh, on the side of the uh, um, the the board with the window. It's almost like the Edward Monk's The Scream. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that painting. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, the Hell Valley Sky Trees. Like that's. The thing is, it's a shadow that's yeah. in the window. It does look but, exactly like the Hell Valley Sky. Trees. But also, for <laughs> the Hell Valley Sky Trees, like they're just like dark silhouettes in the in the in the distance, like and their assets are Hell Valley Sky Trees. <laughs> and Nintendo has I don't think Nintendo's ever like confirmed or denied what the hell those were. <laughs> Valley Sky Trees, obviously. Yeah. But uh I digress. That was just the last thing I wanted to kind of get out with my, uh, my notes and such, so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah, that's about it for my notes. So. Okay. Uh, well, we'll move on to final thoughts then. So yeah, honestly, I will fully recommend this story. Um, on production alone, <laughs> um, the screenshot art is good. The story is well written and has personality. 
yes, it's not creepy in the real meaningful sense for creepypasta, but like it was never trying to be. It was trying to emulate the feeling of those old and all too common concepts and tropes in vidjapastas uh, and vid or creepypastas with video games and stuff tied to them. So if I like this, is I would fully recommend this if like to to somebody as I guess like a a like a love letter to old video game creepypastas just because of how well it was done like for me like and, and how how much it like i was charmed by this <laughs> so um yeah i feel like it handled a video game creepypasta better than most video game creepypastas even though it's meant to be a troll pasta yeah well again it's it's a troll pasta in that it's meant to be silly and it's meant to like fall into those tropes it wasn't accidental it was all much like it's it's uh much like the level that it's suggesting like Nintendo purposely added. It was purposely trying to be this way. Mm. Um. So and I I just kind of respect that and I yeah like I really like that. So that's why I would fully recommend this. Um. But Mikey, these stands for evil. Your verdict. Okay. Well, it it is neat and all. Um, but you're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, yeah. I didn't get any creepiness out of this. Mm. Like, yeah, it's weird that there's other Mario's, but they they could have very much made this more creepy with more Mario's. <laughs> like, because it's. Ex supposedly assume that all this blood is from all the different Mario's and like Super Meat Boy that was brought up earlier. Yeah. Um but to me it goes nowhere because the lava is just lava and not blood. <laughs> wow. So if the lava was blood then this would be absolute fully recommendation. Uh, well, at least be a partial. You know what? Wow. So, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you, you know what? So, how? What if? Here, here's like, what if we all got it wrong? Like, what if it wasn't lava? What if it's not even blo uh, boiling blood? Because apparently that can't happen in a fictional game, a fictional story about a fake game. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what if mushroom to become big? <laughs> yeah. What if then? I I I I I I suggest this then. What if it's boiling tomato sauce? <laughs> He's Italian. He's not Italian. <laughs> Mario is Luigi are one hundred percent Italian. I guess he is. They're from Bro they're they're Italian oh. plumbers they're from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn but he's Italian. They're Italian Americans. <laughs> I'm sorry. They are Italian Americans. Yeah, yeah. Who, like, like that is that is can canonically what they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like a mi mishmash hmm. of a lot of things. Yeah. Well, he well again like Mario, what like the name I think Mario was from a, uh, a Nintendo of America um, like manager. Um, that I he was the, a uh, janitor or something. Oh, me, it might have been a janitor. Yeah, I, I I know that it was like it was he was named after somebody that like from the from the Nintendo of America side of things that um, the the Nintendo creators in Japan like saw like like had met or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and he had he was probably. <laughs> little overweight with a cool mustache and like hell yeah yeah and they're like hey that looks he looks like jump man from our donkey kong games and we're playing on turn making jump man uh into this uh this 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 game where he tr does adventures and tries to save a princess we should call him something what's that guy's name mario-san all right we'll call him mario-san 
they might have actually designed Jumpman on him. It's very possible, yeah. I don't know which came first. Uh, Donkey Kong came first. No, so no shit. Super Jump, oh, so I, Super Jump, oh, Super Jumpman. I, I know. Cannot... <laughs> I, I, I'm not asking that. I'm just, I don't know whether they um, designed Jumpman because of the employee or if they named Jumpman Mario because of the employee is what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm sure that is out there somewhere. <laughs> I don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> yeah, we've looked up a lot. Of, I, uh, we've looked up a few things on this. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Out there, listeners, if you want to like uh, educate us, put in the comments um, uh, if you if you know the the story behind that. We would we are definitely going to read it if you if you comment. So. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah, sorry. Oh. We, we wanna, the tangent police are like running, are like costly, like wait, they're just like they're just waiting with bated breath when we're gonna go too far. But can sorry, continue. Anyway, uh, I I feel like it could have been better if it leaned more into uh, the multiple Mario's and sort of ran with yeah, there's multiple Mario's because you keep respawning. <laughs> we, the whole reason we take the princess is to get her away from you, because you're the real monster. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Is if like he had the cheats on, he's going through these levels, but the level starts killing him anyway, yeah. and then he respawns at a checkpoint or something, and he gets back to where he was, and there's his body from before. And yeah, then he if, dies if, a little if... bit later, and then there's his body from before, and then they start start piling up. That could and be then by the time he gets yeah. to the end of the level, they all wake up and start chasing. <laughs> so the more you die, the more enemies you have chasing. Like the thwomps, the level starts out clean, and then the more he progresses through it, the bloodier it gets. Yes. And then like Super Meat Boy. Yeah, like Super <laughs> Meat Boy. And then when he gets into the uh into the, the spike area, again, like you said, like he just like it's all like the more he goes through it, the more Mario corpses pop up, and then they start chasing him. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, like they brought up one cool concept with the uh, the dead Mario's everywhere, and then they didn't really go too far with it. It was just an enemy in one level, level, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, to, con- to continue, all it, it this is neat and all, but I'm still not recommending it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, gamer. So, I know this is meant to be a troll pasta, but like mm-hmm. I said before, it's a better video game pasta than some who are trying to make a good video game p- pasta. Yeah. Um, looking at you, Spyro EXE. Uh, like, to be honest, I don't see where the troll pasta part of this is. It just Again, is yeah. like a like an honest-to-goodness video game creepypasta. It, it could honestly just be a creepy. Yeah, you're... you're yeah, it could honestly just be a video game creepypasta. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, where is the troll part of this? The the troll part is that it's a satire, like the the that it was intentionally made to be a satire of video game creepypastas. But in doing that, you were using creating the tropes, yeah. which yeah. are just part of what makes a video game creepypasta a video game creepypasta in general. Mm. So there's no troll part here. <laughs> the the troll part is. Here it's it's something that like the problem is like we don't see it that way, but like a lot of people did see it as like this is 
or like, kind of like Mikey, like they, it, it was just too silly and like it, sh- it should have been scary. It's like, well, that's the troll. Like it's not scary because it's a fucking video game creep pasta. Like none of them aren't scary. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of rides the line of yeah. like creepy. But like, it's not creepy, but it's not outwardly silly and obvious. It's just kind of there. I don't know. Like, like it's it. <sighs> It makes it feel kind of plausible that this could theoretically be a thing. I, I get, yeah, yeah, that this could be a thing. Like, honestly, this could, like, and and as the fan made stuff is shown, like this could easily have been a ROM hack that this guy discovered. Yeah, <laughs> and had just like he had never real like the, and I think that's the troll is like that the 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 narrator is trying to hammer into the story that this is not a ram hawk, uh, the no, ram hawk. This is kind not a ram hawk. <laughs> That's my next Shadowrun character. Sorry, Mikey. Yeah. Ram hawk. Uh, no, uh, a ROM hack. Um, that, like, it was m- intentionally made by Nintendo, and this is some secret hidden lore and stuff like that. Because that's such a trope in, in video game creep bosses. It's like, it's like, oh, no, this had to be purposely done um, like by, like, the creators of, of Nintendo or, like, by the creators of the game. Like, this is not some ROM hack. This is not some haunted game. This is intentional. Like... They did this, <laughs> and I I discovered it. <laughs> I but know. I still don't see it. Yeah, no, I, I I and I'm kind of with you. Like I see it more as a satire or like or a homage or a love letter to video game creep pastas rather than a troll pasta. Because yeah. our 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 description of a troll pasta, I think, falls into a much more extreme <laughs> than what this is suggesting it is. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But, and yeah, the one silly part that I thought about basically is just, as I said before, thinking about deep alternate lore in a Mario game is the only silly part I can like think about yeah. in this because there's so little lore in Mario games in general. Yeah. Um, but the story itself read fine, explained itself well, tons of proof images, very little grammar issues because I read over all of the ones that you had. All of them I didn't notice. Wow. I don't know how <laughs> I missed all. Maybe because you reminded me last minute. And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, my actual quote was Bob Saget, and then <laughs> I had to hurriedly read this. But either way, um, honestly, I'm surprised I caught them because, believe it or not, I did. I actually read this from the website. I didn't actually pull it into a Google Doc and have the aid of grammar of of the grammar and spell check thing. You didn't cheat this time. No, I didn't use cheat codes. <laughs> wow, I didn't use Grammar Genie. <laughs> basically what it is yeah basically yeah but yeah but yeah, uh, um, yeah i just i just happened to pick up i was like oh that's a that's spelled wrong especially after you read the, that same word again <laughs> in the sentence mm-hmm. but yeah but yeah um like mikey said though i think you said it as well this isn't exactly scary no like there's nothing in here to creep you out even the the idea that the developers would make a level like this isn't inherently scree- uh, creepy in itself. So on a creepiness factor, it's not really much there, but it's also meant to be a troll pasta, so it's not necessarily meant to be creepy. So I don't. Know. Yeah. Well, like, also like again, creep being creeped out by a creep pasta is also sometimes subjective. Like yes, we got years of experience reading really like good and bad and ugly creepy pastas. Yeah. Um and. Another thing you gotta think about: a lot of those early creepypastas were made by teenagers or like preteens on the mm. internet. So like stuff that scared them or like like scared kiddos 
was a lot is is going to affect us a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Yeah, but but again, like I'm yeah. gonna give it a partial because like while it was a good story and a better. Okay, you know what? It's <laughs> as far as a um, troll pasta goes, I'm not gonna recommend it because it's not a troll pasta. As far as a video game creepypasta goes, I'm gonna recommend it because it's a relatively good video game creepypasta. The yeah. only downside is there's no real creepiness to it. It's yeah, I you know? again I see it as a love letter to creepypasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Video game creepypasta. So like that's what it feels like to me anyway. And like what well, sounds like it feels like to you <laughs> to a lesser yeah. degree. Because <laughs> um, like so, yeah. yeah, like it's it it feels like a video game creepypasta more than an actual troll pasta. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Say so yeah, all in all, not recommended if you're trying to read a troll pasta because you want it to be cringy and silly because it's not really that cringy and silly. Uh, but partial recommendation. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but if you want troll pastas, read Spyro.exe. <laughs> is it a troll though, or is it just? I, I, bad? Honestly, I don't, honestly, I don't yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't think it's actually a, like a, I, I think it was just a. It was just very rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. And somebody's like first attempt at it at a creep pasta uh, that was in line with like Sonic.exe but Spyro. So yes, but yeah, like yeah, there are probably like better examples of troll pastas, but as an actual like creepy pasta involving a video like a weird video game, this is actually really good. <laughs> yep, even um, though the mm-hmm. like there's no lore in Mario. Yeah, so yeah, okay, okay. okay. There's it's that's, one, that's, that's, I, I that's why I brought up. <laughs> fair, fair enough fair enough <laughs> um and yes it's not like very creepy but like i don't know there's again this i think this one almost like for me this falls maybe it's because i have a nostalgic value like a nostalgic um view of like these kind of creep pastas like video game creep pasta and stuff so like i know they're not scary but it's just like it was just a very comforting read <laughs> in a macabre way <laughs> to me <laughs> so yeah uh, so I guess um, two recommendations, at least on the side of like it being an actual like Vigia pasta, and then one non-recommendation, and then another non-recommendation if you're trying to if, if for if for this being a troll pasta. Yes, I made it complicated. <laughs> Yay! Weird. It's almost like um, recommendations are kind of subjective and made to be complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're not simply black and white. There is grays. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will do it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer and yells at the gamer and yell, but love that W at the end because the name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. I'm also on Blue Sky at Review Cultist, so you can check me out there. You can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep pastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $205 tiers with special episodes and early access and extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. As always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, they'd be like screaming into the void, saying, oh God, no! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And 
if you didn't write these stories and post them online for people to get spooked at or enjoy, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Cerebral. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.